This is an ultimate global podcast. Hello, and welcome to our Daily Dose podcast, covering all about day-to-day global affairs. You're listening to Saurabh Kora and George Mavros from Sydney. Hello, good evening to everyone joining us from Sydney. Today, again, to our Daily Dose podcast at UGP. For Wednesday's Daily Dose on global economy and business, we have got this very interesting topic on the importance of agility and flexibility in today's business environment. And we have got a very special guest joining us to discuss on this topic today, Ms. Vinti Vasundra Agarwal, who is the founder of Hyavinti, and she's also working currently at Outcome.life. Welcome to our Daily Dose, Vinti. Thank you so much for having me, Sora. What an interesting discussion it's going to be, uh, which I'm looking forward in the next 15 to 20 minutes, Vinti. Uh, is this topic of um, agility and flexibility and how important this has become right after the COVID-19 hit the world? When everything turned online for us, we were working on Zoom. We are no, no longer going to the workplace. There are so many dynamics changing in the workplace in terms of how you recruit people, how you work with the people. Every time you are just looking at this screen in front of you, which people also called as a Zoom fatigue. Most of the people uh, can't even come out of that Zoom fatigue. And uh, it has been this um, interesting concept of agility being developed even more prominent now which actually defines the concept of how adaptable, how flexible you are in terms of the changing business environment. Isn't it, Vinti? Absolutely. It is so, so important for businesses and even individuals to be agile in this current situation that we are in around the world. Yep. And don't you think, you know, companies like uh, Zoom, and many more companies were pretty adaptable in adjusting with the environments. I'm talking about Zoom because Zoom presented a great example last year. When everything turned online, all the companies had their meetings online. One of the companies was Zoom, which faced a security concern in April last year and how well it, it adapted to the new environment. It just showcased to us that what adaptability can mean in this hybrid world. Absolutely. Um, Let me talk about another perspective. So Zoom was existing even before the pandemic came into existence, which means humans had technology to do the work that they are doing online back then. Businesses had the technology, human beings had the technology to connect with loved ones or conduct meetings on Zoom. Um, And even to include uh, people who um, have accessibility issues to be able to include them in their workplaces via Zoom. But do you think businesses were doing that? They were not doing that. They were not open to the idea of having virtual meetings, conducting work virtually or holding uh, workshops, educational lectures, uh, etc over virtual um, you know, uh, platforms, they were just not open. The old system of commuting long distances to meet at a common place in banquet halls or auditoriums or 
classrooms, lectures, networking events, that is exactly what everyone were doing. But the pandemic forced everyone to change, to innovate, and the businesses and individuals as well, who thought that the pandemic will be over in a couple of months and life will be back to normal are still waiting. And the businesses who thought, I don't know what's gonna happen. I'm gonna look for ways so that my work keep going. I'm not stopping whether it's my learning or whether it's my teaching or whether it's my business, I'm not stopping. Those are the people and businesses who were much better off with that attitude of being agile. And um, I'll give you an example. In the olden days, competition was with your immediate neighbor. If you were a vendor selling something, your immediate neighbor was your competition. As um, technologies came into being, probably your market or your, your, your city became your competition. So all the vendors um, uh, dealing in the same product or service as you were your competition. Then as transportation came, um, so the state, then your competition were everyone dealing in the same product or service in your state. And now with the World Wide Web, with digital technologies uh, in everyone's hand, now the world is your competition. Your customer is very, very aware. So if you're not fulfilling the expectations of your customer, they will go somewhere else. They will purchase from someone else. They will order online. Um, nowadays, people have the purchasing power and they are quality conscious. So the fact that the world is your competition means you always constantly have to be agile, flexible, innovative all the time. Absolutely. And, you know, the companies which were very rigid in terms of listening to the experts who were talking about that the change is real. You need to move towards new technologies like artificial intelligence, blockchain, cloud computing. A lot of companies I know were delaying it in 2019 and they were saying that, you know, it might take a lot of time. I don't really believe and I don't really believe that these, you know, these technologies are going to be reliable for a long period of time. And suddenly you see this pandemic coming from nowhere and the company CEOs are now talking about, I think we were wrong. We should uh, expedite our process towards being more virtual. And I think that's why the, the pandemic has actually served as a learning curve for a lot of business people um, in this business arena that it's actually time to switch towards the hybrid arena, hybrid world where you need to understand the importance of these new technologies. If you look at the Harvard Business Review article, which I was reading on the principles to build your company's strategic agility, it talks about these interesting six principles of prioritizing speed over perfection, uh, prioritizing flexibility over planning, um, then prioritizing diversification and efficient slack over optimization prioritizing learning over blaming, prioritizing empowerment over hierarchy, which I'll come upon uh, a bit later on, and always prioritizing resource modularity over resource lock-in. Now, this is very important. The fourth principle about prioritizing empowerment over hierarchy. You know, these kind of hierarchical organizational structures are somehow now becoming irrelevant. 
where the communication is more of hierarchical kind of communication where your boss is telling you to do something and that's what you have to do i cannot think beyond that and that's where you have this network form of communication where you can speak anything just speak anything with anyone share your ideas share whatever new things are there and that's what is becoming more popular in the agile world i am sure that you might have experienced it while working at outcome.life and also working in some of the projects at UNSW, isn't it, Binti? Absolutely. In fact, uh, I strongly feel that in today's times, each and every person should contribute their ideas, their uh, way of thinking, because that is what makes a really uh, good final product when you have different viewpoints, people from different backgrounds, different cultures, different experiences, bring their inputs and uh, help shape a product or service just having one person's viewpoint could be very limiting to the final product or service that it, a business is um, dealing in so i strongly encourage everyone to share their viewpoints even if the viewpoint doesn't make it to the final product at this stage it could be something to look for for future developments or changes and it's it's so astonishing the way the things have changed since last year. And again, this pandemic, I'm coming back again, back and again to this pandemic environment because the pandemic has actually given us this opportunity to re-strategize ourselves in our businesses. So if somebody was thinking to start a business in manufacturing or you know service industry, and they were having some set of perspectives that this is what I might be requiring, I should not have any pl other plans. It has really caught onto their nerves and told them to think again and have those alternative plans in hand during these kind of circumstances. In fact, if you look at some of the statistics, um, you know, I've looked at one of the industries I was looking at is the North American food industry, and more than three quarters of the food and beverage executives in North America are in fact preparing for the next global pandemic and half of them are expecting another one in the next decade itself. And United States is a very special example because in this year we have seen everything in the United States. We have seen bushfires, we have seen cyclones, we have seen COVID-19. So that is the kind of unprecedented situation the world is facing at the moment. Isn't it, Vinti? It's not about just the COVID-19 pandemic, but these uncertain situations coming forward for the businesses. 100%. The pandemic is just one thing that has shaken the world. There has been, every couple of years, there has been a change, a shift um, globally that's been happening. It's just the pandemic was something that the entire world experienced at the same time. Every time a recession happens or a big political upheaval happens, it's like one corner of the world is facing it and only those people are facing it. The rest of us are watching on TV. But pandemic is like, Every one of us were holding hands, no matter which part of the world we are in and going through the same suffering. So a pandemic uh, has in a way um, been an, the most eye-opening just because the entire world part participated in it. And I totally agree with America. Um, the way I'm thinking, I don't think this will be the last pandemic we will see in our lifetime because this virus has really shaken up 
my belief in the fact that um oh i am in so and so country and i'm safe none of us are safe earlier we used to think if we are in a developed nation over a developing or not so developed nation oh we are safe this pandemic has shown us rich or poor we all are equally vulnerable absolutely it does not matter which color you belong to which country you belong to which gender you belong to as we can see that even this corona virus initially there was a myth that you know certain genders can have corona virus certain races certain nationalities can have corona virus which is completely um, out of uh, any kind of research none of the research suggests that certain age group can have uh, worse repercussions than the other even this was another myth old people will have far more uh, harsher covid reaction than young people none of it is true on any grounds absolutely and if you look at this core definition vinti of business agility and i wanted to discuss with you because how it defines its so unique is the fact that how fast you can adapt quickly to the market changes internally and externally how fast you can respond to the customer demands and i know you are also in the marketing domain i am also in the marketing domain uh, in a startup and we all know that how important it is for us to evolve ourselves quickly with the customer demands otherwise the customer will switch towards another product there are so many competitors in the market offering the same product or the same service as yours so you need to have that ability to quickly revamp yourself change yourself be flexible with your strategies and look at what are the current trends going on in the market so that you are not lagging behind of your competitors 100% i i'll give you two examples since i work at outcome.life as you mentioned in the beginning of this session so i give you two examples one from a student's point of view and one from a business point of view so there have been uh, students who came to us signed up did our program did the internship got jobs moved on and write thank you testimonials to us on the contrary there were students who came to us and said oh i'm not going to go for a remote internship they are absolutely useless i will only go for a face to face internship i am not in a rush i will wait they have been waiting for more than a year now they are waiting they haven't started their career there are people who came did the remote internship got a job moved on and they are still waiting that is the student perspective they fail to adapt they fail to be flexible they fail to understand that remote internship is also a learning experience that will help them in their careers to come another example is from a company perspective there are companies that said it's okay i will do my best i will take a remote intern i'll have to figure out how to collaborate with my team they all are working from home we will make it happen there are technologies they did their research they downloaded slack they asked all their staff to download slack they kept in touch they had meetings on zoom they collaborated through various um uh, you know um brainstorming documents and everything of uh, google sheets all those stuff they moved on and there are companies that said oh, i don't know i can't i can't i can't do this remote shit um i don't know how to talk to um interns at this point of time we will hold it 
their business suffered. Not because they didn't take an intern, because they failed to work within their team as well, you know, remote setup. And they kept waiting for things to open up. They kept waiting for the lockdown to be lifted. Their business suffered severely. Um, and, and so this is a very good example of no matter what life throws at you, don't wait. Now, there are still people who think that things will go back to normal. This is normal. Things will never go back to what they were pre-pandemic. This is the new normal. Treat it as a normal and move on from here. Absolutely. And the point that you touch based upon is actually pretty critical, is the fact that agility is not only important from the company's point of view, from the employer's point of view, but also important from the employee's point of view as to how he looks at the companies and the jobs that those companies are offering. Now, those jobs have also changed slightly. They need some different kind of skill set. So there the employees need to understand what is the new skill set required in the market? What are they really passionate about? And we will touch base upon this in one of the international students segment as well, that what are you interested in doing and how you can link your passions to the job that you are applying to adapt your skill set if you think that you are not skilled enough, take your time to skill yourself so that you can reach that level to get a job if offer from the company that you are targeting at the end of the day. And I think agility, both from the employer's point of view and also the employer's point of view is very important. Even if you see from the kind of workforce changes, Vinti, we have seen in the last one year, it's dramatic. You know, in terms of the workplace communication we have, engagement we have, um, and the overall productivity uh, it links to. Because I remember before COVID-19, we used to have these face-to-face -face events where we could engage with the company employees regularly. But now people want to work from home. Even if uh, we switch towards uh, a world where there are no lockdowns, still companies prefer to give three days from work from home, three days you can come to the office. So people want that flexibility in their lives now after the lockdown is over. And it kind of is working well with the schedule of both the employees and the employers. 100%. Uh, this lockdown forced people to look at their life in a way they were not able to before. They were ignoring their family, their kids, their personal life they were in the rat race from nine in the morning till five in the evening monday to friday and suddenly when they were forced to stay at home they didn't like it let me be honest initially people didn't like it but once they rebonded with their families in a way they had never done before they realized what life is all about and now they want a work-life balance even in the organizational cultural perspective earlier work used to be measured predominantly by the number of hours you stay at the office for example um, that's how you used to be um, they used to determine your output but now um, more and more leaders are willing to look at your productivity and output in terms of projects um deliverable so whether you do the project after work hours early in the morning middle of the day depending on your convenience as long as you are meeting the project deliverables they are good to go so these changes have really improved um satisfaction of the people in the workforce as well 
Absolutely. And I think that's what we require. You know, we require people to understand, first of all, that a dramatic change has happened in the workplace. Initially, what I saw from a certain set of audience was they were not quite adaptable to the change and they were not ready to accept that there has a change has occurred in the environment because they felt that probably it's like a normal flu or normal thing. It will go away after one or two months. But as and how we kept on moving month on month with this pandemic, people started to realize that it's not a usual fever. It's not a usual yeah. flu. In fact, this is bigger than that. And this is something which we are witnessing once in 100 years. Maybe yeah. we, not, we might not witness such a pandemic in our lifetime again. I hope so. I hope so. I wouldn't want anyone to go through this, what we all as humanity have gone through together. It's been hard. It's been very hard. People have lost their loved ones. Uh, businesses have failed. Uh, mental health has been affected. I hope uh, it does not happen again. Absolutely. Yesterday's, if you saw yesterday's um, podcast, which we had on COVID-19 updates, we in fact touched based upon this topic on uh, how COVID-19 has impacted the mental health of people around the world. And um, yesterday also I touched based upon this fact that a research suggests that around 93% of the mental health services have got disrupted around the world because the people suffering from mental health illnesses have increased and the options or the services which were available previously remained the same. So they were overwhelmed by the number of people coming to them on a daily basis. In fact, I think yesterday I shared this fact that in Victoria, there were around 700 people who lost their lives because of this, which is quite a sad thing. And tomorrow we are celebrating this, um, in fact, dedicating this day to people who suffer from any kind of mental illness. Um, and we call it in Australia as, are you okay? And I also appeal to the audience who watching who are watching us on a day-to-day -day basis to call at least two of your friends tomorrow whom you have not interacted in a while and just to check on with them as to what are they doing maybe those five minutes might not be you know important for you but they can be life-changing for some other person who might be waiting for your phone call and did not call you because he thought that there is some sort of misunderstanding between you and he kept on taking in his mind and adding on to his anxiety levels or depression levels. So I think this is the time, not only tomorrow, but also you can make it a point that you regularly keep a check on your friends um, so that none of your friends suffer from this kind of a thing. Anyways, um, coming back to the topic for business, I really feel, Vinti, that today uh, agility, business agility is something which the CEOs are also looking at. You know, we saw that a lot of people now are trying different things in the environment. Um, we, uh, you know, this thing called um, uh, space. People, now people want are wanting to go to space. People are wanting to uh, try out new technologies. We know about the uh, automatic cars coming up from Tesla and other companies. And then there are competitors to these new technologies as well. So do you have any final thoughts as to how important it's going to be for organizations, not only in one domain or two domains, but across all the domains to adopt agility 
as soon as possible if they haven't done so and if they are waiting for some another alarm bell um great question i personally feel these innovations will always keep happening we will never reach a time when we as a humanity will stop innovating so being agile is a mindset that needs to be common practice it's no more an optional thing it is um it needs to be a normal routine part of our lives because we are living in a very ever changing constantly changing environment which is extremely competitive we are competing on a global level now we are no more competing with our neighbor like we used to but looking back i think those were much simpler times but we don't live in those simpler times although we feel that technology is uh, bad we feel that technology is good but in terms of the topic that we are talking about technology has made our lives harder so we have to be agile it's no more an option i think technology has got both its uh, benefits um, and also some disadvantages in in our uh, you know previous times when our fathers and mothers uh, parents used to tell us that you know you need to just go to one company and that will be your company for lifetime i cannot say this thing now because if you are irrelevant for a company the company will either take you away from the company they will throw you out of the company or you because you want to progress faster in your career you might switch from one company to another company because the other companies are offering you better job and that's what makes you more successful continuously reinvent yourself coming out of your comfort zone challenging yourself to do something new maybe i'm from the business arena or vinti is from the business arena but tomorrow if vinti's job requires us to learn new technology and she says a no to her boss or i say a no to my boss um we, the boss will say yeah we'll recruit someone else so that's that's the importance of being agile being adaptable continuously learn new things in your job environment as well well that's it from today's daily dose i hope you loved today's uh, valuable discussion um we hope to see you again vinthi um and in fact just for the audience we might be coming up with some great collaboration with hi vinthi for the international students uh, episodes where ultimate global podcast and hi vinthi might be going together and we hope to bring you more valuable conversations through which you can learn new things and apply that in your day to day work life thank you so much for joining vinthi and thank you so much everyone for watching it live thank you yeah. so much sir it was a pleasure see so, you yeah, have a good day